I had no idea it would be this hard. Everyone in LA is an actress. It's constant rejection. rejection. Oh, it's a big number. It's like over 90% of people quit their acting pursuits within the first five years. It's all about my mindset around it. You've got to put in the work. Do I pay my bills or do I go out on this audition? I know that I, there's a role for me somewhere. Yeah, the struggle is real, but I'm going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing because I love doing this. This is my, my dream. dream. This is the Struggle is Real podcast. These are conversations with new actors, comedians, and hosts sharing stories of survival and overcoming challenges to be successful in one of the toughest industries. And here's your host, Kenny Barnwell. Hey guys, thanks for joining. Kenny Barnwell here and welcome to the Struggle is Real podcast podcast. And welcome to the conversation. These are conversations that I've been having with my friends here in Los Angeles about the ups and the downs and the overcoming challenges and the struggles of what it's like in the first handful of years pursuing being an actor, a comedian, or like myself, a TV show host. A brief history about myself, I spent the past 13 years working for bands on tour, traveling the world as a guitar tech, drum tech, keyboard tech, etc. with acts such as The Fray, The Band Perry, Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, just to name a few. However, in the past handful of those years, I was passionless. It felt like just a J-O-B. I really wanted to be a television show host. And in order to be a television show host, you need to be fully committed, just like anything, and work towards being a television show host. So I left the music industry, I got off the road, and have been here in Los Angeles now for a little over a year working at my new career. Which brings us to this podcast. I've talked to a lot of interesting people about their different pursuits and their different struggles, and I wanted to bring you guys into the conversation. So without further ado, welcome to the Struggle is Real podcast. See you on the other side. On today's episode, Travis Frizee. Uh, what's your name? Travis Frizee. And where are you from, Travis? I grew up in Turlock, California. Turlock, California. What did you do for fun in Turlock? Central Valley. Um, well, I grew up in an almond orchard. We had like 100-plus acres, so riding quads, shooting squirrels, which is weird, you know, because people think of California and they think you can surf, but I totally can't surf. <laughs> well, that sounds great. Well... Thanks so much for coming in, and uh, uh, we'll let you know. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like this, Travis. I like to start these uh, podcasts off with a. That's called a personality <laughs> interview. It's basically something that you might run into into a commercial audition. You literally oh, will yeah. go. Yeah, you'll go in there, and they'll line you up with like three to five other guys, and then they'll they might ask you your name. They may dig a little deeper. You actually did pretty good. The whole uh, the whole point of those personality interviews is to kind of have a little bit of something to say and some some detail other than just i'm from turlock uh i like to <laughs> listen to music you know so good job i've always got something to say dude <laughs> how uh-huh. long have you lived here in los angeles um well i moved here in 2007 uh well i moved here to go to rehab back in the day when i was a kid um a kid meaning 20 and mm. i came down here and you know got my stuff together uh, we were here for a few years, and then in 2010, I left to join the Army. 
Um, and I got out in August 2015, and we, we just moved back. We kind of knew, you know, the acting and the comedy and all that stuff. I always knew that was what I really wanted to do. So if we're going to do it, I'm moving back to L.A. Um, and how long have you been pursuing acting? But you're pursuing acting and being a comedian? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I started school um, a year ago at the New York Film Academy. Okay. Because I have the yeah, I have the GI Bill, and I'm lucky enough to be able to use that. Um, so I'm using that, and I started stand-up just over a year ago. Um, I mean, I've been thinking about, you know how these things are, man. There's like a few things you want to do in your life, mm. and there's the one you've always really, really wanted to do, but it's a whole other thing to get your ass off the couch and actually start doing it. But I wanted to do some other stuff first. I wanted to be a chef, and I wanted to be in the military, um, and you so did, I did both of those things. Yeah, I did those. I mean, I was never the chef. I was never the executive chef of a restaurant. Um, but I worked at some great places and uh, learned a lot. I love cooking. I actually miss it a lot. Um, but yeah, I moved back here and I've just, when you make it through, you know, this rehab stuff and the army and the deployment and these things, to move back here to LA, there's no way I wasn't going to try. And lucky enough, I have my wife who supports me through all of those things that I've done. Um, That's huge. Yeah, yeah. How, how old are you? I'm 29. 29. Wow. So you've had a lot of experience, and you or you you have a lot of experience to bring to the table. Of course, I imagine if you can kind of go through the military, you could probably be a contender in this crazy acting business. Yeah, and you know the thing that's um, comforting is that I've I found that there's a lot, there's a huge part of the industry that's veterans. I don't know why. Mm. I thought I was special. I thought I was going to get here and be like the only veteran <laughs> trying to make it, and yeah. everyone's going to be so excited to hire me. That's right. <laughs> you know, and then I show up to work on like this short film, and there's Navy SEALs there, and there's this and that, you know, so I'm just like, wow, okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> not the only one. Well, this is a pretty crazy, difficult pursuit with training and auditioning and doing projects yeah. and plays or, and most importantly, paying your bills. And, you know, my question is, are you crazy? Yes. <laughs> I mean, seriously, Absolutely. man. How, how do you, how do you kind of like uh, juggle all that? Cause you're going to, to NIFA, you're going to, to school, which, what are you going to school for? I'm in, um, the BFA acting program in New York Film Academy. Okay. Um, and and it's going? awesome. It's good. It's good. For me, it's that thing, like, I'm a huge movie buff, love going to the movies, love great TV shows, all that stuff. But when I watch it, I always go, like, I can do that. Like, mm -hmm. that's not that hard. Uh, and, of course, actually doing it teaches you that it's – there's some things that I still think are, like, okay, that's not that crazy or that hard. But really – kind of peeling back the layers of yourself to be able to play a character and get in touch with whatever you need to. It's not just looking like you're feeling those things. You got to feel them. Like some of the greats, when they're, when they're crying, they may know how to just turn it on, but they're probably using some kind of experience, personal, whatever it is, and dealing with it and using that to play the character or something. All I know is I'm still learning every day, and yeah. I like it more and more. Um, but it's... You've only been at this now for a short amount of time. 
Yeah, I have a very, very short amount of time. Um, and I'm just trying to stay like a sponge, you know, just trying yeah. to be a sponge. I mean, why, why are you doing it? Why, why, why pursue acting and being a comedian? I've just always known that I could. And it's, dude, it's so weird because I'm not, a, my actions may say otherwise, but I'm not a super like spiritual kind of one of those guys who's like, if you believe it, you can do it. And that kind of, you know, I don't live, I don't have like mottos posted up around my apartment, you know, like right. motivational shit. I never, excuse me, uh, I don't like post motivational stuff and this and that, mm. but I just believe that I can. I believe that I can. And I believe that I'm here and this is what I meant to do. And I'm still learning, but I'm good. Yeah. I'm good at it. I am a great stand-up comic and I'm good at acting and I'm only getting better and I'll continue to get better at both of those things. And I just believe, man, I just believe. Well, that's it. You know, it's a journey for sure. What is, what is making it mean to you? What is making it mean to Travis? I don't know, dude. Sometimes I don't, that's not a great way to give you an answer, but I, but making it, I think would maybe just be fulfilled being able to do the projects and tell the stories that I want to tell. Um, and while the whole, the fame thing, not to say that I ever will be, but that terrifies me. That's scary, man. Cause you give me, uh, you know, a little bit of free will to do the things I want to do that are, <laughs> are bad. If I can get away with them, mm -hmm. I'm probably going to do them. That's how I've been my whole life. Mm -hmm. I'll do what I can until I get away with it and, and I get caught and then I'll go, okay, well, I can't do that anymore. Um, but making it, I think it would be just artistic freedom, you know, cause I think in these mm -hmm. first years there's, I'm probably not going to get a huge say in a lot of things, you know, mm -hmm. um, but that's the great thing about today. I think you can you can make your own stories and and sell your own stuff just because of technology. You know, right? For sure. Well, I know you talked about you know you believe that that this is the right thing for you. What about what makes you so certain that you're gonna be able to make it to that kind of creative freedom level? What makes you so certain? I don't know, man. I don't know. I just there's, there's got to be a level of certainty in order to enroll into, uh, you know, the school like that. You know, leave the military, leave other things behind. You know, and put this as your forefront and your focus. There's got to be a level of certainty, and what makes you so certain that you're going to make it? Destiny, brother. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I dude, I just, I just believe, man. I I don't. I love it. I really don't know, you know. So I, it's in my blood. My uh, there's a very famous actor from back in the day. His name's Van Johnson. He's my great grandfather. Um, oh yeah. I never knew him or got to meet him or anything, but it's just maybe it's in the blood. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. You know. He. Uh, you just feel it. I just love movies, man. I love movies. I love going to watch whatever a certain actor and i know that when i go see this person perform in what is hopefully a good story they're gonna take me out of myself for a little bit escapism definitely part of it and i just hope i can do that for someone else i hope a story i have to tell makes someone else maybe get out of 
their own head for a little bit, you know? Yeah. But I just believe, man, I just believe. I don't, it's weird because, yeah, I, I know we mentioned talking about family a little bit before we got on here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have this uncle who was a cop up in Half Moon Bay, California. And I, yeah, I get out of the army. We're home for Thanksgiving. This is, I've been out for maybe three or four months and I'm telling my family, you know, hey, this is, this is what I'm going to do. This is, I'm, I'm looking at the school and I'm going to go do it. And I love him to death, but he looks at me, he goes, why? Like, why do you want to go do that? You know, it's not, you know, it's not going to be, it's not just going to happen. And I'm like, yeah, I know that. And he's like, where did this even come from? And I'm like, well, listen, just cause I didn't tell you about it doesn't mean I haven't always dreamt and thought about it. Cause it, it sounds silly. It sounds ridiculous, you know? It's impossible. Right. And, and some people don't have to be in the industry to know how hard it is. Everyone has some family member, some friend who's probably tried, you know, mm-hmm. what they say it's less than like 1% of people who are even acting are truly at the top, making the best mm-hmm. money, doing all the, having all the freedom. But I don't know, man. Oh, God, it sounds so corny. But I just believe, dude. Well, I mean, Believing in yourself will will definitely push you to take action, and certain or not certain, I mean, that sheer believing will allow you to go and experience this journey. Um, I will want to say to our our listeners, you and I, we met, uh, we were both doing background acting. Yeah, yeah. Right? We were on the show yeah. Scorpion together. My first job. <laughs> yeah, and actually, that was my first job, too. Uh, my, that was my first background job as well. So, um, but since I met you, you know, we, we talked about it, both of us uh, in our different paths and pursuits and you mentioned your comedy and doing shows and you mentioned you're going to school and stuff, but this town has a lot, has a lot of people that has a lot of, that have a lot of talk about what they do, but I just want to give you stop a minute and give you a bit of praise because Travis, since I met you and we stayed in touch, everything Mm -hmm. I see from you, I mean, you're, you're, you're doing constantly doing work i mean you're constantly doing uh comedy shows as much as you can in fact you just popped yeah, up another one tonight yeah, uh, yeah yeah and also you're you're you know training your butt off in school and you know i've seen you do some other projects and then of course you know i, I what you you did a um a court show or something recently not a court yeah. show um, <laughs> it's like a crime it's for crime escape drama. tv yeah it's called deep undercover it's just a crime recreation show it was literally it was 60 bucks to right. go work for the day Which, but it was fun yeah. you know it's cool and that's huge man i just wanted to to give you some props and praise for that because it's it's a big deal to to start doing what you're doing and then not to mention filling up your time you know so many people waste their time it seems and uh, you definitely don't do that. Oh, no, dude. I, you know what I was going to do before the podcast? <laughs> I was going to play video games with my buddies for like two hours before class. <laughs> <laughs> I take well, everything, <laughs> everything that I just said back. No. Yeah, take no, dude. Take it all back because <laughs> no, I am a well, lazy pe- – I'm just kidding. Well, um, if you can be as lazy as you pronounce and still, still achieve what you're doing, I just think that's pretty awesome. How does your wife feel well, about this process? Because – you got to do a lot of free or low pay acting yeah. work at this early stages. Yeah. Thank you, by the way, for all those kind of things you had to say. I was, well, uh, that's true. It's weird when I, I, dude, as soon as I, like, you're the first person I met on set that day, not to take us off of where we were headed right there, but, um, but you have, you know, you kind of, you have a pool to you, man. Like you're, you have like an even 
keel. You know what I mean? Man, just kind of, yeah, there's not, talking to you is super easy. You have nothing but like positivity that you kind of put out there. And I, dude, I immediately felt like, you know, a connection, just like, it's like we're on yeah. the bachelor. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Well, <laughs> But well, really, though, man, I, I'm I'm an older brother. I'm the oldest in my generation uh, of my family. But uh, you definitely uh, have this kind of an older brother feel for me personally, well, um, especially because we both have these uh, ginger beards, you know. Well, do um, I? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it was a that was a great experience, and getting to talk to you all those times. I, I met a ton of people that week, and you know how many of them I keep in touch with. Probably just, just me, right? Just you. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, you know, it's. I, I guess I haven't been jaded by the the flakiness of LA. However, I do want to say that I have failed to come to what three comedy no, shows been, now, and it's all good, man. Yeah, you, but you know what? You haven't done. You've never said I'll be there and not show up, which is what most people do. But it's LA. Everybody's busy. Um, most people. Like if I can get someone to a show for free, if they give me a guest list, everyone says, yes, I'll be there. And if they don't make mm -hmm. it on time for the cutoff, they don't come because they haven't paid for a ticket. So they're not losing anything. But right. I get it. It's how it goes. I've done it before, too. You know, um, I know I'm going to make it here sometime. We will. Yeah, we when, will. When the waters part. But back to the questioning. How did your yeah, wife feel yeah. about this, man? I mean, you got to do a lot of free acting work in these early stages, you know, I mean, and you got to you got to continue to work and stuff. How does she feel about you having to put so much passion and energy into something right now at this stage that's not making immediate fiscal reward. Dude, she just supports me, man. I'm pretty lucky in that. And it's weird because we, uh, we just had, um, we've been together for 10 years. We okay. met in high school. We didn't date. She was a grade below me. I moved away, mm -hmm. went to culinary school, came back home. We started dating We've been together ever since, through everything, mm -hmm. through the drugs and the army, and then for me to get deployed to Afghanistan, and she made it through that, you know. Wow. Um, so I feel like in the big picture, this is like small potatoes, kind <laughs> I of. I love that. You know, but it's interesting, too, because the I, I'm not into like the man makes the dinner and the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. If she had the great job one day and I got to stay at home with the kids, I'd be happy <laughs> you know, I'd be happy. It's all yeah. good. Um, but the dynamic definitely, definitely shifted when we got out and moved back. She is a dental assistant. She works at an oral surgery place. Oh, great. She does well enough. Um, and luckily I'm, you know, the rent is paid for with the GI bill for now. Yeah. Uh, which is good, but she, she supports me, man. And, and sometimes I think, I feel like a burden on her now and she doesn't feel like that. She would, yeah. I think even if she did, she would probably never say it. It would, it would take, maybe I just haven't reached the boiling point yet. <laughs> well, I mean, I think a lot of that has to do with just as tough as acting is. It's still really fun, especially if you're yeah. super passionate about it. So when you're sitting there having fun on sets and stuff like that, I guess it would be easy to feel a little bit, a little bit bad that you're, that your focus yeah. is on yourself yeah. like this when you're a team like that. It is. And this is selfish, this this thing. And I, I mean, I'm selfish. Look, I didn't really even, you know, like with the Army, I'm just, hey, I'm, I want to join. I love you. Let's get married. Come with me. I, I don't want to be without you. Which was selfish as fuck. Excuse my language. But good. it was. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, cool. We can say fuck? Yeah, yeah. You can yes. I know. It's that exciting. Just I, my whole day. I no, just I've put the little a... E by the, uh, by the podcast, <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> I'm surprised I made it this long without saying it. Um, God damn it. I need to answer your question here. Well, we were just we were just mentioning Sorry. how how strong of a teammate that you have in your wife, which yeah, I, yeah. I think is amazing, and I, and I think that's that's something special to you because a lot of I would say most people in, here in Los Angeles in these pursuits don't have don't have that type of of uh, home support, and on top of that, a lot oftentimes this industry breaks that type of relationship in oh. half. But it seems to me yeah. through through all that you've been through that this is like you said, this is light work comparatively. Yeah, compared to that, but it, it's I think about that and I go, wow, that's one thing though. But you and you think about this industry and you're like, this industry chews people up and spits them out. Mm. It's very different from because you look at the army, right? You mm. look at the army. I'm in. I'm serving a higher purpose to some degree, whatever you believe in, um, America and patriotism and all that good stuff. Um, and you can. You can get behind that, and I'm gone at night because I have to work. Um, I'm gone for nine months because I have to deploy to fight bad guys, and you can understand that. But here, and I don't think we've truly been challenged in this industry yet, right, because the phone isn't exactly blowing up. Um, I've been doing this for a year. I've been to a handful of auditions, um, and I don't know. You get what I'm saying? I do, yeah. It's like... Um, but that it's like the army is one thing and it's this and it's identifiable and you can get the purpose and the meaning behind it. But this is just <laughs> because I want to do it and that's I, right. I can, you know? Yeah, it's that's very, right. It's very selfish. No, and, it makes complete sense. And I find that really interesting, uh, perspective actually. Yeah. And she, uh, but she, maybe to, my detriment because she makes me feel so uh, con- confident and more cocky than I already am. But uh, <laughs> she believes in me, you know, yeah. she believes, she believes that I believe and yeah. that, that is enough. And I think when you get down to it, that's um, what marriage is about. And we just, Support she believes in me, man. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. That's, that's cool. I mean, well, speaking of family, you mentioned your uncle earlier. You know, it's a lot of pressure to produce results in this new career when your friends mm-hmm. and, and your family are watching you make this career shift. And I'm, I'm sure some of them are probably shaking their heads. Aside from your uncle, have you had any of them try to talk you out of it, like your parents? Absolutely not. Like, um, no, absolutely not. And it. so the thing, my dad is the one who, like, he brought us up on George Carlin. I went and saw George Carlin when I was in sixth grade, mm-hmm. which is probably not appropriate at all. <laughs> but he brought us up on Carlin, and we've—I I think a lot of our, as much as he wasn't around or whatever, a lot of my sense of humor and stuff comes from that. Um, and then also with my mom, they both—you know—they believe in me. They yeah. say, "If you okay," they say, "Okay," you know. Um, especially my mom, but my mom will definitely be more the voice of reason. You know, she'll come in and she hasn't said it, but I know that if I needed that talk, she would. (laughs) Like if I get five years in, which, and nothing's happening, which is highly likely, um, she's going to say, you know, Hey, you really need to, 
you know, hey, you right, gotta, security. you know, get it together. But we don't have kids yet. If we had kids, it'd be another story. That's right. But we don't, um, which is a decision we've made up to this point. Um, and don't get me wrong, I cannot wait to be a dad. I love kids, mm-hmm. but maybe maybe that's just because they're not mine, and I don't have to <laughs> stay yeah. with them twenty four seven. And but have yeah. that extra layer of time and money, right? Uh, preparation. Right. Um, which let me ask you: you mentioned the GI Bill, and you mentioned your wife working. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, when does the GI Bill run out? It's it's expensive to to live in Los Angeles. I mean, how do you afford yeah. everything? And then what what has been some of your money struggles that you've had? So yeah, and it's actually it's weird to have moved away for six years and come back. Uh, it's more expensive than it was too. Yeah. Um, so I only get eighty percent of the GI Bill because I had the loan repayment program. Not mm-hmm. every branch of service offers that, but I had some student loans and I joined under that um, option. So then, once the first three years of service was done and I got those, I started accruing GI Bill time and I got out at about five years and 20 something months or whatever it was, Mm -hmm. but I only get 80%. So that means the rent money they give you while you're a full-time student, I only get 80% of because it's a set rate based on your zip code, um, Mm. which covers the rent. And that's good. I also, I rated at about 30% disability. I've had a couple hip surgeries. Um, I've had several surgeries in the army, but a couple for my hip, you know, um, acid reflux, whatever, tinnitus, tinnitus in your ears. So I get about 30%. It's only like 450 bucks. Um, mm. but that helps. Um, do you ever so, have to I mean, work stuff? Right. I mean, we, we met doing background acting. Were you there yeah. for, for pay for that? Or was that just, yeah. Experience? Yeah. Um, background, uh, any little acting thing I can try and get my hands on. Yeah. I've been doing stand up and I do shows, but I mean, I'm not getting paid for it yet, which is a weird thing. Cause you wonder, am I a comic? No, it's like, I'm a comic. <laughs> I'm a comedian. I mean, I'm just not getting paid to do right. it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and sometimes you have to pay to play on those things. Yeah. Well, yeah. For, for like open mics and stuff. Yeah. Um, but honestly, most of the ones you pay for, you get guaranteed stage time, and it's worth it. But awesome. anyway, that's a whole other discussion. Yeah, but, so you've um, been just basically doing a little bit of side stuff to complement yeah, your, yeah. your regular stuff. Well, that's – I mean, that's great because for, for the mo- majority of the people that I've had on my podcast, actually, I would say everyone else on the podcast, they've all had to try to dig in here to Los Angeles, get there, get established kind of first – yeah. Um, so, what did you what did you know about making it in LA as an actor? Like when you first started, before you signed up or, or registered for for NIFA, as far as like the steps to get moved up the ladder from an unknown actor to like a working principal actor, what did you know about making it in that regard? Nothing. All I knew is that I want to be an actor, so I need to learn uh, the techniques and the skills to do it um so really that's the biggest thing it's just i chose it because they have a um an awesome veterans department and Mm. you know the gi bill is only allowed to be used at certain places okay um so and it's in burbank i live in sherman oaks i at the time i had a bicycle only i sold my truck when i got out of the army and moved back um and then i ended up getting a scooter 
later on, <laughs> which is, mm-hmm. yeah, it's funny to ride around on that thing. People just laugh at me sometimes, but it, <laughs> I, I get it. I have a huge head, so I have, well, like a long head, you know, like, <laughs> okay, like from the front, it's not big, but lengthwise, it's, it's long, so I have an extra large helmet, and it's just even bigger <laughs> on my head, and it doesn't really fit me right, so people laugh, but um, that's awesome. <laughs> it is, it is, it works, you know, it gets me from here to there, but well, that's pretty good. That's pretty good then for not knowing yeah. anything. You decided to kind of just sign up for something, not get just good at it, get, get good at get it, good at get, it. Right? right? Get good at it. And then you can, cause if I don't have, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people that just sign up for the websites, get some headshots and just start going out. But I think most people who are doing well in the industry at it have, training and education and continue to train and be educated. Um, I heard a great story from my teacher who I have right now, who's an awesome instructor. He's been in the industry longer than I've been alive. He's in the actor's studio, all this good stuff. I won't say his name on here because I don't, I've only known him for three weeks and (laughs) yeah, (laughs) but, but he is very good friends with this lady who was Matthew McConaughey's acting coach. And he taught us something very interesting the other day. Uh, when Matthew McConaughey did Dallas Buyers Club, he spent three years preparing for that role. Three wow. years preparing to do that. And I think it really showed in his performance yeah. in that movie. He was great. Um, and look, he's been in this business how long? He probably doesn't really need to work, you know? Yeah. But it just shows you that you can never stop. It's like I was a medic in the army and we are always training on our medical skills because if you stop, someone's life is going to be in your hands at some point and you're not going to know how to handle it. And that's a much more dramatic comparison, but it's the same principle, right? You, you train how you fight. That's right. And you know, uh, Olympians they talk about you know it's like those guys constantly train it's not like they become Olympians and then they're just they've reached it so they stop training it's like no they train even harder yeah exactly how do you feel about the notion that over 90% of people give up their acting pursuits within the first five years I think that they shouldn't give up I listen to this not to there's a comedian I like and follow he has a podcast Mm -hmm. he's an actor He does stand up, all this great stuff. And what he always said when his family said, what are you doing? This is dumb. He just says, don't have a backup plan. Yes. My uncle asked me, I'm like, I don't have one. Because that's what I heard them say. I don't have one. This is is my only only thing. I do stand up too because I love it. Not because it's like, there's no, you know, motives. Well, hopefully I'll do comedy and someone will see me and they'll ask me to be a writer and then I can be on a show or... I want to act and I'll get famous and I'll also do comedy and someone will hire me to do shows or whatever. Um, I do stand up because I love it. I do acting because I've always known and believe I can do it and I'm loving it more and more as I learn. Um, yeah, man, it's just, no, I don't even remember what you just asked me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just asking you about the, the 90% of people giving up within oh, the first okay, five years. Yeah. Which is true. I mean, that's that's yeah. uh, it's a big number, and uh, some people just say that as long as you make it through five years, then you drastically yeah. up your chances. Well, so what does that number mean to me? Nah, that number has got nothing to do with me. That's just a a number out there. But if I listen to that and go, well, then my chances aren't good. Right. 
you know, that can defeat you, which is weird because at the same time I say these things that I feel confident and I feel good and I'm cocky and I believe I can do it, just like all of us may feel sometimes, I also feel like a piece of shit. I also think I'm not good enough. I also think, well, what about me? And why isn't, you know, when is someone going to do this for me? And when, when am I going to get this thing? Oh, my friend got that and he got that, which are all normal. Um, and then there's that realization too. Right. It's like, just because I feel those things doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. I'm not feeling or experiencing something that anyone else in either of the industries I'm trying to be in um, have, haven't felt before, you yeah. know? They've well, all, everyone's dealt with these same things, you know? It's interesting. Yeah, you know, it is interesting. You're right. You know, you've got school and you have an end goal with school and you've got a huh. lot, lot better, I think, time frame and schedule with your first handful of years. Oftentimes people do what you, you mentioned was they, they sign up for the casting size, like LA casting, they get headshots and they start, they start at their, their pursuit that way with no training. Um, or they just take like a month long on camera class and, and right. call it a day. But let me ask you, can you recollect a time where you were just at your wits end and that you felt like you just had enough? Um, you mean specifically with this? Specifically uh, with this, yes. Acting and, um, no, <laughs> which is scary because it means that at some point I'm probably going to feel that way. <laughs> well, I just, I mentioned the school but thing I because you haven't got out of school yet. And so no, you have, de- yeah. you definitely have a lot more vested um, and a lot, lot lengthier time to look forward to before you start yeah. to kind of maybe second guess some of those things. So that's good. It, it, it that's, that's actually, true. that's yeah. a really good learning, learning, uh, uh, nugget of wisdom. There is if you commit to something so extensive, like a full on acting program, which is how many years it's three, it's a, uh, you know, they do back to back semesters. So this is, mm. it's eight semesters in a row. Oh wow. Um, and yeah, it'll be three years when it's over. That's how long the GI Bill lasts, by the way. It's 36 months. So that worked um, out perfectly then. Yeah, it it, it does. Okay. It will, hopefully. I think one, I think maybe like my last couple months of school, I may yeah. um, may not have it, but it's okay. I'll, I'll figure it out, you know? Yeah. Well, what's your vision as, a, as an actor slash comedian? Like, where do you see yourself in one year from today? One year. One with, year from today. With acting and, com- with and comedy. With acting, I will still be in school. Okay. I will be beginning my seventh semester, I believe. Right. Um, roughly, something like that. Um, still learning, still staying spongy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe going to a few more auditions. And I submit for stuff. It, it always kind of depends what the semester of school looks like. We don't know what the mm-hmm. schedule will be like until about a week before. Um so doing what I can when I can, just continuing to learn, man, trying to just stay open to all these different perspectives these instructors have to offer. Yeah. Um, you know, pick, take it all in, pick what you want to use later and go with that. Right on. I love that. I mean, you know, you're, you're. Your vision for yourself in one year, it's just, it seems a lot more practical than some of the folks that I've had here on my podcast, because not all of them um, are in such an academic course as you are. Uh, Uh Most people that I've talked to, they do still train, but their their one year vision of themselves, um, which I think 
is a way to, that they push themselves is a lot larger. Like a lot of the people that I've interviewed, they're like, oh, well, I want right. to be up for co-star roles. I would love to have a recurring role. And, you know, I I, I kind of like the idea of slowing it down like you're doing. There's no yeah. Rush. Yeah. And that's not, um, no, and when I, and I think you know this, but when I say that, um, it's not me saying, well, that's not possible. Right. It's me saying, for my situation, I'm still in school, and I, I already know for a fact that I actually will be at for, on this day a year from now. Um, but you, do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. not me saying, well, that stuff isn't possible. Hey, sure. if that happens, it will. The only thing I can do is make sure that I have the tools, man. That's, That's all right. I can do. Make sure I have the tools. Make sure I put in the work. And, you know, sometimes, with, like with all this stuff that I do, I'm still conscious of the fact that there's someone out there working harder than me. Sure. So can I be doing more? The answer is yes. And because, you know, sometimes, dude, sometimes I do just sit on the couch and do nothing. I, on Saturday, literally this last Saturday, I sat on my ass all day long. Yeah. I walked the dog. I returned a rental car. Mm. Um, and that was it. But it was great. Yeah. I worked for two days and I was actually kind of sick, whatever, but <laughs> I, I sat on my ass and did nothing. But I don't know. You get, you know what I mean, I, right? I know what you mean. And I think yeah. some of that has to do with you just, you being in school. I think most of the folks here, they, they get out here and they just hit uh -huh. it headstrong they get their job yeah. and they hit it headstrong and they, they are hoping to kind of get agents or managers and get in the rooms and start right. auditioning. And then they really want to push their career along. But I think it's relative to what mm -hmm. you're doing is I think the reason why you're probably so um, able to kind of take those personal days and not feel so uh, guilty about it is the fact right, that you have right. a set time goal with your school. And then beyond that, I really do like, love your mindset of like, you know, you're, you're kind of taking it as it comes and you're training because if you're going to be in this for the long haul, which is decades, mm -hmm. then yeah. what's the rush? Yeah. There's no, and that dude, that's the biggest thing. Like, I'm learning so much to, I've always been a pretty patient guy. Um, but with this, I, I, it's like, I want, I want these things to happen. Everybody does, sure. but I'm learning to just be patient. And I hear that a lot from a lot of, uh, especially in comedy, um, from a lot of comedians I follow. And it's interesting cause I can, <laughs> I can honestly say about myself that I am a good comic. I am funny. I write, I, I really just tell a lot of stories of stuff that's happened to me, mm -hmm. but I am a, I'm a good comedian, man. I'm a student of this. I love comedy. I've listened to people for years. I really, I observe and see how people write and tell their jokes and yeah. um, use, they, use these formulas and the way things are done to tell my story. Um, but right, I just hit a year and a lot of people will ask you, I'll do a show. Um, I did a show with a friend of mine. He had me open for him. Um, it was a sold out show. I went up and I killed, I did great, man. I did really great. One of the guys that went up, who's been doing it for about five years. Um, one of the features went up and then he's like, dude, really good job. Uh, we're bullshitting, um, in between comics. And he's like, dude, so what's up, man? How long you been doing stand up? And I'm like, ah, I know. Cause they, every, they all mm -hmm. ask this question 
And I'm like, okay, about nine months. Uh, and he's like, oh, the only advice I will have for you. And my first thought, dude, is like, did I fucking ask you? <laughs> like, I, did you did you see me on? You, this is just my initial thoughts. Yeah. I go, did you see me on stage? Did you see me before? I'm calm, man. I'm here. This is what I'm here to do. I love it. This is what I want to do. I don't feel nervous. I feel anxious. I want to get up on stage and I want to make people laugh and I want people to understand how I feel about things and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then sometimes I, the opposite side of that is I go, okay, just listen. Just listen. Maybe this, maybe this person isn't the cream of the crop, but maybe he has something valuable to give me. Mm-hmm. He has a piece of information that I can take in. And it's weird to have those first two like Ugh, reactions <laughs> of, you know, like, fuck you. I don't need yeah. your advice. But also like okay, what does he have to say? This could be very important. And I'm learning more and more. And sometimes I want to just tell people a couple years because that's right. There's like a stigma with them. (laughs) It's one of those. Yeah. Like, well, until you've been doing a year, we're not going to give you shit, bro. We're not going to hand you any. And I don't want any handouts, but if you're going to come up after a show and tell me I did a really good job and you enjoy my writing style and all this stuff, uh, I don't know. Give me something. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you know what I mean? Like, yep. uh, so you hear those things sometimes and then you wonder, oh, cool. You know, you feel good about yourself. You feel ready for this, but then nothing comes, but it's just part of it. It's just, I got to be patient. I, you know? Yeah. Well, I may, I, maybe I'm not meant, maybe I, I learn something every time I get on stage. So, hey, Doug, be quiet. <laughs> That's your dog. Did you hear him? Yeah. <laughs> Cute. Well, look, man, knowing, uh, knowing what you know now, if you could go back to right before you committed to this new career path, before you committed to the New York Film, Film Academy, uh, all of that stuff, knowing what you know now, what advice would you give yourself when you were just getting started? What would you tell yourself? Huh, just do it like Nike, you know? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> just do it, man. Just go. I would just say you're making the right choice. And... Nice. Work hard. Work harder. I tell myself to work harder. Yeah. Because, um, you know, just yeah. work harder. Because I don't, dude, I hate the same reason I joined the Army and the same reason I went to school and learned how to cook and worked in restaurants um, is because I didn't want to not know. I didn't want to not know. I didn't want to, I want to be 42 and be like, wow, shit, I just passed the age requirement for the Army and now I can't do it. Yeah. Damn, I wish I would have done it. And I, I have to know. I have yeah. to know. You know? I yeah, know. I do. Well, dude, I appreciate you coming on here and, and sharing some of your time. And I'll let you get back to your video gaming. Hopefully you get like at least an no, hour. No, it's totally. No, no, it's cool, man. I'm not like <laughs> I'm not like anxious to get on the Xbox right now. Like my thumb my thumbs are twitching, but I'm not it's cool. All right. I'm, not a, I'm not a nerd, right? Well, <laughs> well I'm honored. Hey, look. Thank you, is, man. Moving forward, what is one final word of encouragement that you're going to give, not to us and our listeners, but what uh-huh. what final word of encouragement would you give yourself? Oh, dude. Gnarly question here at the end. Just straight up. Yeah. What would I say to myself? Today, to, to help you kind of stay in the game. Man, just be patient. It's going to happen. It'll that. happen. It'll happen when it's supposed to. Don't rush it. Because if you rush it, maybe you won't be ready. You know? So just do it and be patient. 
I love it. I was just kidding about the just do it. No, right? I, I, I think that makes you know. 100% <laughs> uh, complete sense. So, well, dude, Travis, thank you so much, man. Where can people uh, follow you? You're welcome. Where can people follow you on your journey? What social medias? Uh, I'm on Instagram, Travis Frizee comic. I don't post anything funny, just pictures of my dog. I'm just kidding. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. You guys can, Hey, whoever's out there, you guys can follow me if you want, um, to find out when I'm doing shows. You're always welcome. If you find me on there and I'm going to do a show, there's usually a guest list and I can get you in free. Awesome. Uh, if not tickets are five bucks, 10 bucks, you're going to see a bunch of great comics. Come out to the haha cafe in North Hollywood. It's on Lancashire. It's a great spot. That's where you usually find me. Um, and if not, just go watch some stand up in LA. You're in the greatest place. One of the greatest places in the world to see some of the best comics out there. So that's awesome. Uh, um, so that's, that's uh, so that's Travis Frazee. That's uh, T R A V I S F R A Z E E. That's on Instagram. Is that right? Yeah, Travis Frazee comic on Instagram. Perfect, guys. Follow Travis. Send him a message. Tell him that uh, you like the podcast. That you didn't like the podcast. Maybe something that you learned from us. Oh, and no. uh, and <laughs> just let just uh, give give Travis a follow and support him in his uh, in his pursuit in his career. Because I, I I think that we're talking to. Uh, you know, one of the next big prominent players in Hollywood. So we'll see. We'll see. Nothing to it but to do it, right? <laughs> mm, like Nike. Like, like, just like Nike. Just like Nike. Well, <laughs> dude, thanks so much, man. Break legs in class and uh, keep kicking ass. And thanks, I, man. I, I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, you too, dude. Thanks for having me on. I know we've been meaning to do this for a while, but uh, I'm really happy we did. No yes. time like the present, I guess. Yes, sir. Well, I've never said that in my life. I've said it a few <laughs> times. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'll talk All to right, you dude. soon, and uh, thanks again. All right, no problem. Later, Travis. All right, bye. Hey, guys. Kenny here again. Did you like the podcast? Well, I hope you did. If you'd like to hear more, you can add my station on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com forward slash the struggle is real. That's R-E-E-L. Also, subscribe to me on iTunes as well as YouTube, where I also post the headshots of the actor, comedian, or host that I'm interviewing for that episode. If you'd also like to follow me on my hosting career, you can find me on YouTube at Kenny Barnwell. Friend me on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash Kenny Barnwell or Kenny Barnwell official. On Twitter at Kenny Barnwell and on Instagram at the Kenny Barnwell. Those are all my socials. Give me some likes, shares, follows, whatever you'd like to do to support it. Either way, I really appreciate you guys for listening.